0: Hi there, and welcome to the Body Storytelling Podcast. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delator, and this week we have a story from trans activist and community leader Mix Shannon Amiton. Did you miss me last week? I was actually recording the Dixie Ramble last week for the podcast when I got a text from my brother telling me that my father had died. And I lost it. My father and I had never been close. I never really knew him. We'd spent a little bit of time together later on in life, sporadically, but he left when I was very, very young, about two. And I never knew him, and even though I tried to reach out and get to know him as I got older, he wasn't the kind of person you could know. I'd even given him the gift of one of those things where they interview you, a thing called StoryWorth, where you could collect your stories because I wanted to know him. I wanted to hear his stories. And he hadn't completed any of them when he died. So those stories will die with him. And I'll never know. He decided that he wanted to be cremated and that there would be no service and no wake. So there will be no gathering together to hear his stories. And I sound calm now, don't I? But I skipped the podcast last week because I did not sound calm and I didn't want to do that to you because you've had a lot of me not sounding calm this year. I decided after having a meltdown, I recorded the meltdown and then decided to listen to it and then went, no, we're not going to do that to them. I went and did a show last week. It was my first show with a guest host, Malena Lee Williams Haas, flew in and since she happened to be in town, she extended her stay, and she was the very first guest host of Body Storytelling. We swapped roles. I told a story, and she hosted. And it was so great to watch somebody else host my show. I thought I'd have founder's syndrome, where I'd go, this is mine. Nobody else can do this but me. And it didn't feel like that at all. It felt like watching this amazing thespian do it a totally different way. Melina made it her own. She is so good at what she does. It wasn't how I do it at all, and I loved what she did on stage. And if you watched the live stream, I'd love to know what you thought. I'd love to hear other people's opinions. I'm very curious about whether I should do more of this and have other guest hosts because it feels like Bonnie needs to evolve. It's time for a lot of things to change. I'm ready for a change, so I'm trying to make a lot of decisions, and I'm asking for help. I'm asking for people to give me their opinions, but most people are polite, (laughs) and they're not telling me, so if you feel like telling me, I'm inviting you to tell me. So last week was a hard week, and the day after the show, I was supposed to go over and record with Milena for her podcast. She has a podcast called All That Mo which is a really great podcast. You should listen to it. But she was injured. She had a headache, and then she threw out her back, and I decided to lay on the couch and cry about my dad. And so we never got together, and then she flew home. And that's what life's like these days, isn't it? But I'm so grateful to her. I mean, she was supposed to be on a vacation, and instead she did my job. And I don't know if you're listening to this, Mo, but thank you so much. You're like family to me. My dad died the day of the show. It was something that had already been planned, but it couldn't have worked out more perfectly in terms of having somebody to hold me while I fell apart. My friends have really been there for me this year. And as I said... I'm not gonna do this to you, so I'm not gonna do this to you. I just wanna tell you, if you miss the show, the live stream exists on Patreon, and the stories were incredible. The stories were so good, I had a bunch of people come up to me at the end of the show to say, that was the best body I ever saw. And I was really proud of what we built. Mo as the consummate host, four really solid stories Some of them were funny, some poignant, some raunchy, some beautiful, and I'm really proud of the show that I've created, and I can't believe it's still going for coming up on 16 years. I love the work I do. I love that Mo gave it new life this past week, and as you'll hear later on, I've got one more show coming up, a live show, and then I'm going to shift to some online stuff because live shows are very hard to figure out right now so we've got one more live show i hope you'll join us for it research shows that sex is as mental as it is physical so you need more than just an amazing vibrator if you dog-eared that one sexy chapter in a romance novel or if you have that particular scene in a movie you always fantasize about dipsy can help you get there in a new way With Dipsy, you can skip straight to the good parts. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. Radically inclusive, Dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners, and 56% of stories are voice-acted by people of color. You've never heard celebrities like this before. Listen to stories voiced by Saronis J. Jackson, ER Fightmaster, and Luke Cook. Dipsy has sleep stories, wellness sessions, and they also offer written stories. It's your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, or heat things up with a partner. And for listeners of the Body Storytelling Podcast, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com Dixie. You heard that right. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash Dixie. Our last live show of the year, in fact, our last live show until our 16-year anniversary in February 2023 is going to be happening this month. It's going to be happening on Friday, November 18th in San Francisco, and the theme is Pornucopia Stories of Abundance and Gratitude. We've got Alada Boutet, who you may remember from some of the best stories we've ever had on stage. We got a best of from Forbes, and they specifically cited Alada Boutet's story as the reason we got a best of. We've got Moth Grand Slam finalist Claire Hennessy for the very first time ever. And we've got Jefferson Berge, our musical sidekick, back for the first time probably in 2022. He's writing a brand new song for this theme, and we'll have even more. This is going to be it, our last live show, because I'm throwing a bunch of new stuff at 2022 to see what sticks. So tickets are on sale now. Get a ticket and be there live in person if you possibly can. There is nothing like a live body storytelling. If you can't, get a ticket to the live stream because I want you there. Tickets are available in the show notes and on our website at BodyStorytelling.com. It's time for a story. And this week's storyteller was such a joy to work with. Let me tell you about them. Mix Shannon Amiton is a trans activist, community leader, and entrepreneur. Shannon has volunteered with the Comptons Transgender District, Castro LGBT Cultural District, served on the Planning Committee for Trans March SF, and fundraised for numerous Bay Area nonprofits. Emitton's last project is the groundbreaking San Francisco Trans Youth of Color led Coffee and Event Cooperative. Fluid is a partnership with La Cochina's municipal marketplace in the tenderloin. Today, Amiton is looking to use their experience building community among diverse groups of LGBTQ communities to make these cities a better place for all queer folks. They have served on the boards of the Castro Merchants, the Alice B. Toklas Democratic Club, and were elected to the newly legislated Castro LGBTQ Cultural District. At the end of the day, Amiton sees their projects as a service to the communities that they call home. The mission is simple and personal as hell, fighting to keep LGBTQ communities safe, thriving, and dancing. In addition to his commercial work, Amiton is a tireless advocate and innovator working to create safe spaces and events for the entire queer and trans community. You can learn more about Shannon at ShannonAmiton.com. This storyteller is Mix Shannon Amiton.
2: Saturday night in the Castro. I'm in a random person's Victorian, maybe 23rd and Castro ish, and a six foot three bodybuilder hands me the largest tin of Crisco I have ever seen. And he says, fist me. (laughs) All right, so let's back up a little bit and understand where I come from. I grew up a Pentecostal preacher's daughter. We traveled the US. We went into lots of different churches. I was always in these little tutus, these little like pink things. So we fast forward to 2005 when I moved to San Francisco. And as a trans person, I moved here because I wanted to feel safe. So here we are, it's 2010, I've been here a few years. You know, I'm cool, I'm cool. I'm, I'm, I'm down with whatever. I go to Folsom, you know, once or twice. But you know, I'm not like in it, so. I live with two amazing uh, folks. One is a trans guy and he's from Australia and my other friend throws an amazing queer hip hop party for black folks called Swagger Like Us. So Spencer being from Australia says to me, I have a friend named Xavier who wants to stay with us for Folsom, how do you feel about that? I was like, wait, the Xavier? like dirty queer magazine founder, he's hot, great, I'm in. So it's two weeks before Folsom and Xavier shows up. I've always thought he was really hot. He walks in the door and I realize that we're exactly the same height. We have the same beard and we're both trans. I was like, all right, my twin's here. That's cool, that's cool. Here for it. So he arrives, and, you know, I'm intimidated, because this is, like, the founder of Dirty Queer Magazine. And uh, he arrives, we have coffee, we connect. He's like, yeah, I'm here to, like, fuck every single night that I'm here. (laughs) I was like, great! I support you in that endeavor. (laughs) So, you know, we, like, he's there for two weeks, and it's his last night. It's the night of Folsom. And we are like, we're going to turn it up because it's his last night. You know, you, you can't send somebody back to Australia without, you know, a last night. So I was like, whatever you want to do, we're going to do. So we start off the night visiting a photographer friend of ours at a lesbian party called Cockblock. So here we are, in the, we're in the rickshaw and like we're standing there and we're like, two trans guys, being like, ooh, we're uncomfortable. <laughs> wow, this is like, these are all like 22-year-old lesbians. We've got our like, you know, little harnesses on and our beards, and we're like, not working. So we go outside, we're sitting in the car, we're like, what should we do? I was like, oh, you know what? Kelly, my other roommate, is, he has a party tonight. So we go there, it's at Bo in the Castro. We spent the entire time like, like this, up against the wall. Everybody's like 6'3", you know, it's like nobody sees us. They're like passing drinks over my head. (laughs) So, you know, we last about 15 minutes there. Go out front, standing there. And I was like, well, you know, it's your last night. Whatever you wanna do, I'm here for you. He's like, well, you know, there's this like couple I've been hanging out with. Uh, We should go over there great, let's do it. We walk in to this beautiful, extravagant Victorian in the Castro, and there are two people, Statler and Waldorf. So I was like, nice, ni- nice to meet you, thank you. Thank you for having us. So, you know, we hang out, there's a, another couple there, and they're both, like, 6'5", and, like, walk like this, you know, just, like, these, like, arms out because their arms are so big that they can't put them down all the way. And i was like, cool. Um, all right. So we're, like, hanging out. We have some drinks. And as one of the owners, Waldorf, uh, offers us a tour of the, faci- the facilities, I overhear one of the bodybuilders, say to the other bodybuilders, you're right, they do have small hands. I was like, I, I don't, I, I don't know what that means. You know, it's like, I'm not a prude, but like, you know, I didn't know about that. So we do the tour of the house, it's lovely, it's a beautiful house, everybody's very nice, they give us beers. They had clearly been smoking weed and doing poppers because it was, like, thick in the air. So we end up, you know, at the bedroom. We walk in. There's this sling hanging down, and right next to it is a king-size bed, leather sheets, and a tool like, drawer thingy. I'm, I don't, I'm sure it has a name, but I don't know. And each drawer is open, and I could see... All the things. They had all of the things in the drawer. So, you know, I'm like, cool. Like, when in Rome, you know, they just, like, hang out. It's like, all right. And so my friend Xavier starts hooking up with Satler and Waldorf. And I am just kind of awkwardly standing there because I don't know what to do. And then one of the really big, bo- like, bodybuilders, you know, again, just... I'm 5'2", six, four, five, maybe, 300 pounds, hands me that jar of Crisco and says, Fiss me. And you know, like, I want to I be cool. I want to be cool. So I was like, all right. And, and, and then I had to be like, but I've never done it before. So he's like, here's the Crisco, lube it up, and so I'm like, (laughs) you know, spreading it all around. And you know, I'm like, this is like a big dude, so like, this is going to be hard, like I'm like, all right, let's do this, I'm ready for it. And my fist just goes, (laughs) right in there, and I was like, oh shit, all right. This ain't that bad, you know. It's not. It's fine. It's fine. We're cool. So we're doing that for a little bit, and then his boyfriend comes over. He gets on the bed next to the sling, puts his legs up, and goes, "Me too." (laughs) Well, I'm not gonna back down now. Like, you know, I'm in it. I'm in it. So like, I can't say no. So you know, like with. Within 20 minutes of walking in that house, I was, like, off to the chariot races. Just, like, one in and one out. You know? So it was a good time, you know? Never done it again, but not opposed to it. But I think the point of all of this is that, you know, I arrived here, this, like, little preacher's daughter, and I am walking out as a dirty queer.
0: That was I Can Change by Ezra Furman. I'm focused on better and you can help me get there. Right now I'm working on buying new tech equipment for body, a new video camera, new computers, and a lot more. And new equipment is expensive. So if you become a member of our Patreon now, you can help me buy that equipment and you can help me grow. And the good news is you can reap the rewards Cause you get to watch our stories as well as listen to them. Our most popular Patreon reward is our free live stream ticket at the $10 a month level. It's where you can watch an entire live body event uninterrupted. Not just one story, but hours of stories and songs. Plus, right now I'm creating some special events for Patreon supporters over the next couple of months. I'm throwing a patron party this month and a Pornaments party in December. You know, ornaments, porn, it's really fun. We're also gonna be doing an online body slam so that you can tell a story. If you're not a Patreon supporter yet, it's really easy to join. Just go to patreoncom body and select the tier and rewards that you want. Joining now means that you want this life-changing mission of self-love empathy, and understanding to continue, flourish, and grow. I'm offering great rewards right now in addition to live stream tickets. You and me hanging out together, telling stories. Doesn't that sound fun? Stories allow us to teach each other and make us realize that there are others like us out there in the world. Go to patreon.com body right now, become a member, and thanks. Well, you made it to the very end of the podcast. Good job. I'd love it if you would write us a review. Obviously, you like it because you made it to the very end. I would love it if you would write some words. That means I get to read them. If you would subscribe, if you would give us five stars, all those things mean that other people can find us. And that's a big deal. There are a lot of podcasts out there and letting them know that you love body Means that they'll give us a try. Thank you for that. And I also want to say thank you to the team that make this podcast possible. Thank you to Ty McKenzie, to Mosa Maxwell Smith, to David Grossoff, Donald Mooney, Ruben Tan, Joe Moore, and podcast producer Roman Den I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delatour. This has been episode 248 of the Body Storytelling Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'll be
1: Oh uh-huh.